Hello, and welcome to Eyes on Success, a weekly program of information on the ever-changing world of accessibility. Now here are the hosts of this program, Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy. Hello, I'm Nancy. And I'm Pete. By the time you hear this, Nancy and I should be living in Colorado, and then we can get back to airing some new shows. But in the meantime, we have another encore presentation of show number 1242, for which we won an IAAIS award. This is a continuation of our celebration of just being told that we won the 2016 IAAIS Program Award for the show we reprised last week about currency identification. So this week, we're reprising the show that won in 2012 for the Consumer Information Division. And that episode is about downloading and reading books on a smartphone. As smartphones become more powerful and more numerous, people have developed some great apps for them. We will discuss and demonstrate how you can directly download books onto a smartphone and read them with it. These apps include read to go from Bookshare, Overdrive from Public Libraries, and an app from Learning Ally. And you'll note we did not include the Bard Mobile app for reading NLS books, but that's because we did an entire other episode about that, and that was number 1343, and we will include a link to that, as well as other shows in which we discussed similar topics in the show notes for this episode. Turning now to our tip of the week. This week's tip is, if you're thinking of getting a smartphone, here's another great reason to do so. You can use it as a book reader and download the books directly onto it. And that really is pretty neat. I mean, I've taken a lot of pleasure out of having my book port, which is a handheld portable device for reading audio material from various sources. But, you know, it's really kind of neat that on these smartphones, a lot of functions have been integrated. And these days, they are making very good readers from several agencies that are able to read the DAISY material and have the full navigation features that you're used to in the more sophisticated reading-only devices. And moreover, you can get a Bluetooth earpiece to couple with your smartphone. And then if you're walking around somewhere listening to a book, you don't have that long wire hanging down that seems to always get caught on something. Yeah, I did that recently. It was pretty handy. I used to, on house cleaning days, stick my book port in my pocket and then have a pair of earbuds with a long wire going up and down. It was always getting tangled in this and that as I was cleaning. And uh, these days, what I've been using is my iPhone. I stick that in my pocket. I have a little Bluetooth headset and no wires, no fuss. Uh, the sound is clear and it works really well. Support for Eyes on Success is made possible by... Logan Tech, makers of the electronic take-anywhere six-dot braille label maker that produces crisp, clear braille that strikes, scores, and cuts in seconds. More information on our family of devices and products is at logantech.com. Logan Tech, improving quality of life with technology.
Turning now to our low-tech item, we'll be talking about OverDrive. We discussed using OverDrive on a computer in show number 1149. Well, now it's available for portable devices, and that includes iOS devices like iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, but also for Android, BlackBerry, and Windows phones. And just as a quick overview of what OverDrive is, basically this is the system via which many public libraries distribute their audio material to their patrons. So you can go down to your local public library, get a library card account, and then immediately subscribe to OverDrive via these various methods and download audio and electronic books. And how to get started is, if you're on a computer, you can go to www.overdrive.com. But if you're on a mobile device, just look for the appropriate OverDrive app for your device and download that directly onto your phone. And this is available not only for the visually impaired, but for anybody. In fact, Nancy often uses OverDrive books and downloads them on her MP3 player and does her gardening, takes walks while she's listening to books, etc., I have learned to love audiobooks, even though my vision is fine and I can and still do read books in print, but I've learned to really love audiobooks. And the reason we put this in the low-tech section is this is really the low-tech solution to reading. Although the books are free, they're kind of standard MP3 or audio files. They don't have any of the navigation features of the more sophisticated DAISY files, so you can't easily go to a different chapter or a different page. This OverDrive application for the various devices doesn't really have the ability to speed up and control the speech and pitch like you do on the more sophisticated reading devices designed for the visually impaired. But it is another solution, and if you can't find a book in a DAISY format, you might go to OverDrive and find what you want. And it's free. That's a good thing, too. You are listening to Eyes on Success. 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 This week's focus topic is using Read2Go from Benetech to download and read books from Bookshare on mobile iOS devices, including the iPad, the iPhone, and the iPod Touch. We did a show recently, number 1230, about the new features available from Bookshare. Well, this is focusing just on Read2Go, which is spelled R-E-A-D, numeral 2, G-O, and that works on mobile devices. And you can get all sorts of information from the Bookshare site at www.bookshare.org. And they actually have a number of readers. You can use Read2Go on the iPad, iPhone, or iPod Touch. You can use GoRead on Android devices. And MobileSpeak from Code Factory for other mobile phones. But today, Pete is going to demonstrate using Read2Go on the iPhone. And he'll start by getting us acquainted with the application and its interface. I already have the Read to Go application installed on my iPhone, so let's go ahead and open it. Read to Go. Double tap to open. Let's double tap. Read to Go. Bookshelf. Zero. Heading. And so you find that you're in the bookshelf. This usually contains your list of books, but in this case, as you can hear, it says I have zero books. So nothing has been downloaded so far. 
The first place you'll want to look is at the bottom of the screen. There are four tabs that you need to know about. Let's put our finger at the bottom left-hand side of the screen and keep flicking right. Selected. Bookshelf. Tab. One of search. Tab. Two of four. Settings. Tab. Three of four. Help. Tab. Four of four. So you have the bookshelf, search, settings, and help. And as usual, the first thing that I would recommend is that you double-click on the Help tab and read through the documentation. This will tell you how to download books, navigate through books, change the settings, etc. How many times have you heard Pete say to read the documentation? But, you know, this is just one more example of when reading the documentation can be very helpful and it'll save time and aggravation in the long run. After you install the application, one of the first places you'll want to go, after reading the help documentation, of course, is to go into the settings dialog. So let's do that. Settings, tab, three of four. I'll double click. And now I'm just going to run my finger down the screen from the top to the bottom to see what kind of options I can change. Font size, 24 points. So the first thing you'll see is that you can vary the font size of the text on the screen. You can do this simply by swiping up and down if you need a larger font. Visual. If you click on this visual button, you'll be presented with some more options about how the display looks to you. So you should choose some options if you have limited vision that make it easier for you to read the text. Audio. If you click on the audio button, you'll be presented with options for varying the speech rate for varying which speech synthesizer is being used, whether it's voiceover or whether it's the nice reading voice that's built into the Read to Go application, along with some other options. And now the next button is actually one of the important ones that you'll want to make some changes to right away. Sign out. Now, in my case, this says sign out. That's because I already signed in to this application with my Bookshare username and password. If you haven't done that, then you'll be presented with an edit field that enables you to enter your Bookshare username and your password and log into Bookshare. Once you've done that, you stay logged in, and then that enables you to search for books on Bookshare from within the application, and it also enables you to download books directly from Bookshare to your iPhone without any other hassles. So that's one of the first things that you should do once you get this application up and running, is to enter your Bookshare username and password. Once you get logged into the application, the next thing you'll want to know is how you can find a book and get it. Now let's search for a book in Bookshare and download it into the Read to Go application so that we can read it. On the bottom of the screen, we'll navigate to the Search tab. Search, tab, two of four. We'll double-click. Selected. And the Search dialog comes up. Now up at the top of the screen, you'll see four tabs that give you different ways for searching for books. Selected, title slash author, tab, one of four. The first option is to search by title or author. Title, tab, two of four. The next option is to search just by title. If I swipe again to the right or move my finger to the right. Author, tab, three of four. I can search just by author and one more swipe to the right. ISBN, tab, four of four. I can search via the ISBN number of the book. Now, if I go below those four buttons or swipe once more, I'll come to. Title slash author, search field, double tap to edit. Now, this is the edit field in which you enter the search terms for the book you're looking for. But let's skip that for a second. We'll come back in a minute to that. And I want to look below that. There are a bunch of other ways for looking for books. Latest, 
For example, if I tap this latest button, I'll get a list of all the most recent books put on Bookshare. Popular. If I click on this button, the popular button, I'll see some of the more popular books that have been downloaded. Now again, categories. If I click on this button, I can search by category. Periodicals. Finally, if I click on this button, I can search for different periodicals. In addition to having many books available for download, Bookshare also has hundreds of local newspapers available for download on a daily basis, some national magazines available for download, so you might want to check that out also. Let's go back to the search field up near the top of the screen. Title slash author. Search field. Double tap to edit. Let's double tap this to activate the edit field. Search field is editing. Title slash author. And now you can either enter some search terms by using the on-screen keyboard, or what I like to do is to use the dictate button on the bottom left-hand side of the screen, and I can actually speak my search terms. Let's try that. Dictate. Double tap to start dictation. Two-finger double tap when finished. Steve Jobs. Think. Inserted Steve Jobs. Well, I guess Siri got that right. Now, in the bottom right-hand side of the screen, there's a search button to actually perform the search. Search. We'll double tap. Title slash results. Steve Jobs. Patricia Lakin. And we see that the first book it found was a book called Steve Jobs by Patricia Lakin. But if I go down a little bit. Steve Jobs. Walter Isaacson. Now, I know this book is a good book, so I'm going to try and download that one. Let's double tap. Selected. Book detail. Results. Back button. And if I bother to read the rest of this page, I'll get some details on the book. But I also know there's a download button on this page, so let's swipe a couple of times and see if we can find that. Book detail. Heading. Steve Jobs. Walter. Download. Button. There's the download button. Let's double click. Downloads. Book detail. Please wait. Alert. Download complete. Would you like to read it now? Download time. 3.620 seconds. So it looks like the download has happened, and I have this book on my iPhone now, and then I just have to choose whether I want to read the book now or save it for later on my bookshelf. Oh, I can't wait. Let's read it right now. Let's see how we can read the book that we just downloaded. So if we go back to the bookshelf by hitting that bottom leftmost tab on our display, we'll be in the bookshelf, and we'll have our list of books. If we move our finger down the page... Selected. Title. Tab. Selected. Steve Jobs. Walter Isaacson. There's the book we just downloaded. Let's double tap it. Book detail. Bookshelf. Back button. And they're going to tell me a little bit about the details of the book. On the very right-hand side of the screen, about halfway down, there's a button for starting reading of the book. Read button. Let's double-click that read button. Bookshelf button. Notice. And now I'm put in the book. When I'm actually reading the book, the bottom of the screen has some different buttons associated with it. So let's look at the bottom of the screen again and go through the various items. The bottom left we have... Previous page button. A button to go back to the previous page. Previous phrase button. Next we have a button to go back to the previous phrase. Play pause button. Play pause button, which will stop the book and start it reading again. This is directly over the home button on the bottom of the screen. If we flick right again or move a little bit more right. Next phrase button. Next phrase. Next page button. And next page. So this makes it possible to go back and forth by pages, phrases, and also start reading the book.
Facebook, I just have to tap on that middle button. Play pause button. Play. Chapter 17. Icarus. What goes up? Dot. Dot. Flying high. The launch of the Macintosh in January 1984 propelled Jobs into an even higher orbit of celebrity, as was evident during a trip to Manhattan he took at the time. Pause. And I just double-tapped that center button in order to pause the reading. You may recall we discussed Daisy format books in show 1135. Let's find out how to take advantage of some of the advanced navigation features available in the Bookshare books, and these all work on your iPhone. Now that we've seen how to read a book, how to go back and forth by pages and phrases, you'll quickly want to be able to navigate by more sophisticated methods. Now, when you're in the reading pane for the book, there are some buttons across the top of the screen that will enable you to do this. So let's look up there at the very left top. Bookshelf button. We see the bookshelf button, so we can go back if we want to read another book. If we go a little bit more to the right or flick to the right. Navigation button. There's a navigation button. We'll come back to that in just a second. Set bookmark button. And the next button to the right is a button to be able to set a bookmark. So this is how you can put a place marker in the book at a desired location and be able to get quickly back to that location later on. But now let's go back to the navigation button to the left. Navigation button. And double click. Navigation. Chapter 17. 43. Level 1. So it tells me I'm on Chapter 17, and this is at Level 1. If I keep going down the screen... Selected. Icarus. 44. Level 1. Chapter 18, 45, Level 1. So this is the 45th Level 1. Next, 46, Level 1. This is a chapter about the next computer. Chapter 19, 47, Level 1. Chapter 19. So here I'm navigating by headings. Now you can imagine there are lots of headings. You've already seen that I'm somewhere in the middle of the book, somewhere around heading 40. So to quickly go through all the headings without flicking back and forth many times... There's also an adjustable element on the side of the screen. If I put my finger in about the middle right-hand side of the screen. Table index, adjustable. Swipe up or down to adjust the value. So it tells me I can swipe up or down to change these values more quickly. Let's try that. Just with one finger, I'll be swiped down. Table index, adjustable. 51, select 61, 71, select 81, selected. So now you can tell I'm moving much more quickly through the headings this way, and I can flick pretty quickly that way. So if I want to get further into the book, that's an easy way to do it. In this navigation dialog, we were automatically put in the sections list. But if you look at the top of the screen, there are other lists to make it possible to navigate by other means. Let's look at the top left of the screen again, and then move right to see what buttons are up there. Selected. Section. Tab. One of three. So you see that heading is selected. So that's the list we're seeing here. Page, tab, two of three. But you can also see that I can select a list of different pages. Bookmark, tab, three of three. Or I can have another view where I can look at all the bookmarks that I put in the book. So no matter how you want to navigate, either by section, page, or bookmark, this is the dialog from which you can do that. Now if we hit the play back button, it will take us back to reading the book. 
Many people enjoy listening to audiobooks or any other spoken information at the default speed or natural speaking speed. Some people prefer it a lot faster. And yes, you can actually speed up the voice. So as I pointed out, you can go into the settings menu and there's an audio button there. If you get into that dialogue, you'll see a bunch of settings for making different changes to the audio. And one of them is the speed. And by flicking up and down on the speed, I won't go through it right now, you can change the speed. Also notice this voice is different than the voiceover voice. You have your choice of whether you want the voiceover voice or the voice that comes along with the Read to Go program. So I encourage you to investigate more of the options, and especially if you need a different kind of visual display, to investigate the settings menu and the visual tab in there. But that's basically how the program works. And remember, you can find additional information in the help section of the app, or you can contact Bookshare support directly with further questions at support at bookshare.org, or you can call them at 650-352-0198. Now for this week's high-tech item, books from Learning Ally, formerly known as Recording for the Blind and Dyslexic. The app isn't really any higher tech than Read to Go from the Bookshare books, but on average the book content is because Learning Ally makes a point of producing accessible textbooks all the way through the postgraduate level as well as professional books. The Learning Ally books are not in synthetic speech. They're all read by volunteers. And we talked about getting and listening to books from Learning Ally in show number 1122. You can read more about the Learning Ally free reading application at the Learning Ally site, and that would be www.learningally.org. Then Pete's going to walk us through a demonstration of using this app and its interface. I already have the Learning Ally application installed on my iPhone. And I previously went to the Learning Ally website to add some books to my bookshelf. The first time that you run the Learning Ally program on your iPhone, it will ask you to log in with your username and your password for the Learning Ally website. And once you've done that, you don't have to do that anymore, but you can automatically access your bookshelf from their website. Now let's start the program on the iPhone. Learning Ally. Double tap to open. We'll double tap. Alert. Welcome. Press the download tab to access titles from your Learning Ally bookshelf. And so it reminds me that I want to look at my bookshelf to see if there are any books to be downloaded. Let's swipe right once. OK. Button. And click OK. Bookshelf. Empty list. Now at the top of the screen, it tells me, first of all, that I'm in the bookshelf, and I don't have any books on my bookshelf locally on the iPhone. But if I navigate across the top of the screen, I'll run into several useful buttons. So let's start at the top left. Empty list. Selected. Listen. Tab. One of two. So listen is the first choice, but I don't have any books to listen to. So let's swipe right. Download. Tab. Two of two. There's the download tab. Let's swipe again just to see what's up there. Settings button. There's the settings button where I can change various settings inside the program. We'll check that out later. Help button. 
and the help button. Now, again, I always recommend reading the help first. There's very good documentation on how to use the program, and this will get you started going quickly if you haven't used the program before. So let's go back to the download button by swiping left twice. Settings, download, tab, two of two. And tap twice. Elementary differential equations. William E. Boyce, 791.7 megabytes. So it tells me I have a book on elementary differential equations in my bookshelf on the Learning Ally site. And if I just double tap that. Downloading. Bookshelf. Elementary differential equations. Now that we have a book downloaded, let's read it. So if we go back to the bookshelf, we'll move our finger down the screen until we hear the title of the book that we want to read. Elementary differential equations. Double tap. Ninth edition. William E. Table of Contents, Bookshelf, Back Button. And now it tells me I'm in the Table of Contents. And if I move my finger down the screen, I'll be able to navigate the Table of Contents. Now at the top of the screen, if I have moved my finger from left to right, there are several tabs that you'll be interested in. The first one is... Selected, Talk, Tab, One of Three. Talk, T-O-C, that is the Table of Contents. And if I move a little bit to the right or swipe right once... Page, tab, two of three. I can select to see a listing of all the pages in the book. Let's swipe right once more or move a little bit more to the right on the screen. Bookmark, tab, three of three. And if you select this tab, you can navigate by bookmark. But as it indicated, we have the table of contents selected. So if I move my finger down the screen, we'll hear a list of headings in the table of contents. Le level one, opening announcements. So there's some beginning announcements. Level 1, Navigation Guide. Level 1, The Authors. Level 1, Preface. And I can obviously see lots of levels. Now on the far right of the screen at the top is a play button. Play button. Guide. Many of the Elementary differential equations. Solved, at least in part, without computational help. And a computer can also be used effectively on many of the unmarked problems. From a student's point and the book starts to read. Or I could tap on any of the various headings and it'll start to read from that point. Now, while you're playing the book, there are a number of buttons on the bottom of the screen that will help you navigate the book. If I start at the bottom left, Settings button. I'll have the Settings button. And if I move a little bit to the right or flick right, Speed button. I can change the speed. Previous button. I can go to the previous page. Play button. I can play. Now, conveniently, the play button is right above the home button in the middle of the screen on the bottom. And when you hit that, it turns into a stop button. So if you're reading and you want to stop, you just double tap immediately above the home button. Keep on going to the right. Next button. I can move to the next page. Level navigation button. And then there's a button. If you get into this dialog, you can change the heading level by which you navigate. So you can move by level one headings, level two headings, level three headings, etc. Bookmark button. And then the final button on the right-hand bottom of the screen is the bookmark button. So if you're in the middle of a book and you want to save your place, you hit the bookmark button and you can place a bookmark there. So thank you, Pete, for all of those wonderful demonstrations. And if you missed any of those phone numbers or web addresses, just go to our show notes for this episode at www.eyesonsuccess.net, and they'll all be there. 
That's it for show number 1729. Next week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking with the author of a book entitled The Bravest Guy. Harry Wedower wrote a book about his father's experiences losing both his sight and his legs in battle in World War II and how he overcame these limitations to have a family and rewarding career in which he worked to improve the lives of other people with vision loss. If you have any questions regarding something you've heard about on the show or you'd like to share an idea for a future show, send an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net or call us at 585-210-8094. You've been listening to Eyes on Success, hosted and produced by Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy and distributed by WXXI Reach Out Radio. Browse the full archive of programs, find instructions for subscribing to the podcasts, and much more at www.tiesonsuccess.net. You can also find us on iTunes, follow us on Facebook and on Audioboom.com, at Eyes on Success, or Twitter at underscore Eyes on Success. We hope you will join us again next week for more information and updates on products for accessible living. Thanks for listening to Eyes on Success and have a nice day.